Okay, are you wondering about the best type of business to start and also the worst types of business to start? I'm going to talk about what businesses are great ideas and what businesses are a lot harder and therefore not so good ideas. Welcome to the No Fluff Business Podcast with Sarah May Ives. So where did I start? 2011, I decided to start a raw food business. Little did I know, this was a highly unprofitable business. And over the years and along the way, I learned so many important lessons, and that is why I am so passionate about helping to empower women with the most important business principles that they need to understand so they can make good business decisions. So let's get started. Today we're talking about what are the best and worst businesses to start. Like I said, I'm in the business of advertising, meaning I run ads for other companies. So we have seen a lot of businesses um, do really well and then also some businesses fail. That's a part of advertising. So here's the thing that most people don't understand about advertising. You can learn the absolute best ad strategies in the world, in the planet. And if you don't have a good product, it's not going to sell. So I have absolutely worked with some people where the product didn't sell. Now, did I do the best ad strategies for them? Without a doubt. Have I invested tremendously in learning the best ad strategies that are out there today? Yes. Have I? Do I spend around $10,000 per day in ad spend? Yes. So do I have in the trenches experience? Absolutely. Does that mean that every single person that I've run ads for has succeeded? No, it does not mean that because like I said, you can put together the best best ad strategies in the planet. But if your client is not selling a good product, it's going to be really hard to be successful with it. So being behind the scenes, being the advertiser, I have seen firsthand which business ideas are hot and which business ideas are not. Okay, so let's get started. One of the most common business ideas um, in the online space right now is let's start off with drop shipping. Okay. So drop shipping is the idea that you're going to sell a product. You usually buy the product from like Alibaba or some, um, online place merchants place where you purchase product from. Now the draw of drop shipping obviously is that you have a virtual store. So you set up a store on Shopify, you link it to the products. And then when your customer hits purchase, the factory in some far corner, of the world will ship your goods. That's how dropshipping works. The, the draw, of course, is that you don't have the traditional costs of storing goods that more traditional companies have. Like if you're going to sell goods, you need a place to store those goods and then ship them when your customers purchase. So the thing about dropshipping is it's all virtual. Your customers put in an order and then it's sent to them. Now, the problem is most advertisers I know will not work with drop shippers. The reason why is the people that are in drop shipping are typically on a shoestring budget. They don't have a lot of money to put into their business. And this is not a good thing because when it comes to establishing your business online, you really need to put a lot of money into advertising to establish your niche, to get things rolling with your company. So the drawbacks of drop shipping is also, it's really hard to keep your customers happy. First of all, quality can be an issue 
issue. It can be hard to find quality products. And when a client orders your drop shipping product, it usually takes about two months to travel to the person. So what we often see with drop shippers is not only is it hard to be profitable, but you also um, will deal with very long shipping time. So it's also very hard to keep your customers happy. As you can imagine, you start to get some negative feedback when your product takes two months to get from the website to the person's doorstep. Okay. Now the other thing with drop shipping as well is that you usually have to have a baseline value of at least $60 per average order. So when it comes to running ads online to make a profitable store, you need to be selling each product a minimum of $60. And a lot of people in drop shipping are selling products that are less than that. A lot are selling some that are more, um, but if it's less than that, it's not going to be profitable for you. So drop shipping is the type of business that is kind of flaunted in front of us like it's a great idea, but in reality, it's extremely hard. It takes it takes typically ten to $20,000 in advertising dollars to get your company rolling. And then on top of that, you have to, um, you know, get your store established ads. It's expensive. You have shipping times. It's not really as easy as they make it seem. Okay. What's another kind of business? Let's talk about um, bookkeeping. So a lot of, um, of you may have seen that you can start a bookkeeping business. Now the issue with a bookkeeping business is business owners are only going to pay you the set amount of fees that normal bookkeepers are paid. Because you're offering a service that is capped in value, bookkeepers are a dime a dozen. You can you can pay any of them like a hundred bucks an hour to do the job. Um, it's really hard to make the right amount of money with your business. So bookkeeping may seem like a great business to start, but it also doesn't have the potential to scale because beyond the actual bookkeeping, it's really hard to add value to the company. And most business owners look at bookkeepers as expenses and not investments in their business. It's something that they have to do, not that they're really investing in their business. So that's one reason why bookkeeping is quite tough. That's really the main reason not to do it. The other reason is there's a few women in my program who actually took the bookkeeping courses and then joined my program. And what they expressed to me as well is that it was also quite boring. Um, it's not very varied in what you do. Um, as a bookkeeper, you're doing the same thing day in, day out. The nice thing about the ads business is it's quite varied. You're doing different things every day, talking to your clients, working on the computer the day after, and then um, maybe doing your writing the day after that. So it's quite varied and that's really great um, to keep things interesting. Okay. Another um, business idea is copywriting. So when I got back into the business space in 2017, I decided to become a copywriter and I took a copywriting course and I learned how to do it, or at least I started the learning journey. It is a very long journey for learning. Um, that being said, copywriting is tough to sell because it's hard to demonstrate a return on investment. Meaning when you are approaching other businesses with your services, it's very difficult to say, if I rewrite all the copywriting on your website, and also I should clarify, copywriting is writing um, words for business. It's basically business writing. So in terms of the niche of writing, it's much better paid than more traditional writing because pe businesses pay you to write their writing. So, okay, the reason why it can be tough is because it's really hard to say this writing had a direct impact on 
this writing had a direct impact on return on investment. So the way most business owners look at investments is whether or not it's going to yield them any money back in return. Now, the reason why people invest in advertising in my services is because I can say to them, if you give us a thousand dollars, I predict that we're going to get around that $5,000 back. If things work well, you're actually going to make a lot of money back. So my fee is going to be minuscule when compared to the potential that you want to make. Many of the clients that we work with are making lots of money. They're making 10, 20, thousand fifty thousand um, some are making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per month so when your clients are making that much money they're not that worried about paying you two or three or four thousand dollars per month because it's very small in comparison to what they're actually making so that's another reason why selling something like ads is much better because it has a return on investment now here's the funny thing copywriting you can't actually you know show a return on investment it's it's difficult um copywriting is more like you know in a best case scenario a lot of business owners look towards copywriting as okay well when i get here i'll pay someone to rewrite my website it usually doesn't happen so um here's a funny thing though if you like copywriting actually within the ads business you do a lot of copywriting i excelled i excel at advertising because i'm great at writing so it's one of those things where you still do copywriting but it's under the umbrella of a different service so uh, business owners can see the value of it okay Another business is coaching. So a lot of people think, okay, when I'm going to start my business, I'm going to take my knowledge, my expertise as a consultant. I worked in the office for 20 years and I'm going to consult people on this. It's a lot harder to get starting in the coaching niche than you may imagine. It's way more competitive and it takes a lot more money. It typically takes 20, 30, $40,000, if not more to get your footing in the online coaching business because it is so very saturated. And in order to make sales and sell, you're dealing with big numbers so obviously I'm now moved I have moved into the coaching space obviously the first two years of my business I exclusively stayed in just running ads that was behind the scenes and then things changed for me in early last year late 2019 where I decided I will try my hand at the coaching industry but the reality is at this time I had much more money and many more results and I had more credibility so people were way likely to likely to pay me as a coach versus a new one just starting out. So I do want to clarify that because a lot of people might be thinking, well, Sarah, you're saying coaching is hard, but you're doing that right now, which is true. I am, but I was in the right place in my journey and I had the right amount of time, commitment and money to actually do it. Whereas when I was first starting my business, I was not at that place. I was not at a place where I even had the experience to do coaching and I was not at a place where I had the time nor the money. So selling your stuff online can be really tough because of that as um as a rule the coaching industry is very tough um now you see a lot of promotional material saying how easy it is but again being someone who's behind the scene and seeing coaches get started it is so much harder to get someone to pay you than you might think Okay, so we've covered coaching, copywriting, ah, social media management. So social media management is indeed another business idea that is pandered as like a wonderful business idea to have. Again, this goes back to what is social media worth? Social media is not worth that much in the eyes of most business owners. And if you look at like what is the median pay of a social ads manager, we're looking at between $400 to $500 per month. And the work that is involved in, in posting to someone on social media is too much. So I've talked to very many uh, social media managers who were posting and they had hit their limit very quickly and they couldn't make more than X amount of dollars per week, which was really around 
$4,000 per month. And that's working like a crazy. So social media management, again, does not have the value tied to the service. Uh, precisely because you can't show a return on investment. Many business owners see social media management as a necessary evil and they can't really even see how they make money from it. It's frustrating as a business owner because social media is, can't be measured. It can't be tracked. It's very hard to say, okay, we spent this amount of money and we got you this result back. That doesn't happen with social media management. Okay, so now we talked about social media management, copywriting, bookkeeping, drop, drop shipping, Etsy, I don't even really have to speak to the fact that Etsy, you're not going to make enough money with an Etsy business. It's too hard to make the crafts, ship them, etc. Same thing goes for eBay. Um, coach, consultants, consultants really hard to, to get into as well. Now it might be uh, something to, to flesh out. If you are a consultant with a, a great deal of expertise in a certain niche, you could try to reach out to some contacts and see if they are interested in you. So those are some typical like bad business ideas. Becoming a coach guru, super duper hard because the odds of success are just tough. It's just the way it is. Uh, drop shipping is really hard um, and even products. So say you don't do drop shipping and you just want to sell products, the cost of running a products-based business is quite great. So you need a huge upfront investment because you need to buy a lot of stock. And then you also need to make to make uh, to make the product. So you need to have a factory where it's made or where you purchase it from, and then you have to have it shipped to you, and then you have to store it, and then you have to sell it, then you have to ship it to your clients, then you have to deal with customer service inquiries. It is very, very hard um, to make a product-based business work. Now, can it be done? Yes. Is it a lot harder than people make it sound? Without a doubt, it is a lot harder. So I wanted to make you um, aware of that. So we've talked about um, Shopify, we've talked about coaching, copywriting, um, uh, social media management. Ah, the last one we'll cover today is a virtual assistant. So a virtual assistant is someone who works for a company and gets paid per hour to do various tasks. So virtual assistants are tough to make money with because you get paid by the hour. It's really hard as a virtual assistant to get paid more than $30 per month. Uh, sorry, per hour, sorry. So when you're in a business where you're capped at $20 or $30 per month, again, you're going to be capped by the number of hours you have in a day, and then you're going to be capped by what you can make per hour. So if you've got 30 hours per week, um, you're going to be to the max with client work, and you're also not going to have any time to actually search uh, for clients. So you're going to be in a constant feast and famine cycle where you're, you're too busy to keep up, you're doing deliverables, you're not getting paid well, and then your clients are going to leave, and then you're going to have to scramble to get more clients because when you're busy, you don't have time to get clients. So a virtual assistant business is not really the right type of business to start if you're really looking to make money. The very same argument is going to apply for like transcriptionist, another business idea. Um, so I believe those are really the main business ideas that people do consider when they're getting started online. Now, what are the best businesses to start? Hands down, an advertising business is the best to start because you can show potential business owners a return on investment. You also sell your services over the phone, so you're not dealing with huge numbers and huge audiences, and you don't have to spend a lot of money into building an audience. Now, what is another incredible business to start? If you're good at sales and you love talking to people, 
a sales, um, being a closer or a salesperson in the online space can be an extremely great business to start as well. Now, the drawback to that is sales positions are typically commission. Um, and when your position is commissioned, obviously, if you don't make the sale, you don't get paid. Um, but if you're able to start as a sales rep um, while you're still working and kind of fund your business that way, um, aside from the ads business, sales is truly one of the best places to start as well. Already guys have an awesome day.